E-S-N-Y. try this one more time and i'm going to do the intro really fast and then we're just we going to get right we, into it but we don't have to do it on the computer no yeah i might if this doesn't work i might just do it on my phone right yeah 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 it is what it is but all right intro really fast episode 40 of the bleacher creatures yankees podcast presented by elite sports new york we got mike vivolo the jimmy fallon sports uh apparently allison case is the kim kardashian of sports now and i'm yes. josh Cameron, of course uh, Rivercrest NYC, as always. All right, let's get into it before everything shuts off again. I love it. Okay, perfect. So, uh, I mean, obviously the big thing we wanted to talk about, and Mike, I'm sure you might have some stuff to say about this too. Um, mm. The article that came out from The Athletic today um, regarding mm. uh, regarding more, more uh, cheaters out there. Um, obviously, everyone does it, uh, but... The big name was the 2018 Boston Red Sox, also the New York Yankees. But prior to that mean notification being sent out. Everyone, everyone cheats. Everyone's going to try. The steroid era was the same thing. Everyone was cheating. They kind of knew. They made it illegal. They started finding people. Um, it was before the notification was sent out. Like, what else do you want? Everyone tried to get a, a, a leg up. Fucking Red Sox, they got caught a little bit, I guess, but they still won the World Series. You know, when A-Rod won the World Series for the Yankees in 2009, and then he got caught or he admitted steroid use, like, we didn't care. We're like, thanks for 2009, A-Rod, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's kind of funny like that. Everyone's, everyone's going to try. Everyone's going to try. And, I just. I mean, it's, yeah. it makes my sports great, you know. Now we can now we can chat about it. You know, we have an excuse. I mean, obviously, you knew it was going on. Um, you know, there are obviously different methods. The Astros clearly took it very, very far with their whole intense system. But I just find it so hilarious that, like, you know, the the Astros get caught, big deal, you know, big news and stuff like that. Now the 2018 Boston Red Sox are under investigation, and there's one giant correlation between the two of those mm-hmm. teams. Mm-hmm. Alex Cora. Alex Cora. Alex yeah. Cora is a cheater. He's a bit. I mean, the guy was a horrendous pro. Like, I mean, 
borderline yeah, minor correct, league correct player. If I'm wrong. He's just a defensive replacement for most teams. It, they were like, yeah, we kind of need to fill out our roster. This guy can play a few positions. A hundred percent. That's a hundred percent what he was. Um, but evidently, he's you know kind of smart. I guess you know he tries to and he tries to cheat the game a little bit, and he's he's done it. He did it his way to two rings. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's it's hard yeah. to deny, and obviously, yeah. you know that, you know that people people are doing it. Um, but just the fact of the matter is, like it, it all came to light, and I'm sure more teams. I'm sure every team was involved in some capacity. Um, I just don't think that like, I, it's hard it's because big. it it messes it with the integrity, you know. Well, it's big. Uh, listen. It, athletes are not saints, but it's big in New York right now because we lost to both those teams in the playoffs on the way to their, to their championships. Not right. sure That's, the Dodgers are losing it too. And the Dodgers are, yeah. And the Dodgers are pissed right now too. Um, but listen, you guys are younger than me. Rings count. Like I got a lot of rings, Yankee rings, but like you would sell your soul people teams, the Astros, they never won shit. The Red Sox, for a long time, they didn't win. Teams, fan bases will sell their soul for a championship. This is just something they they figured out, and you know what? They got caught, and probably no one cares. You think any Astros fan cares that they cheated? They got their ring, and they, oh, we know they don't, don't care. They don't care, and you know what? If we were one of those fan bases that had a long drought or something, maybe we would be less. You know, if and then we and then we and then our team did it and we won and we got the we we're like the Cubs or something. We'd be like I don't care, I don't care. A Rod cheated in 09. I love that 09 team. I'll take that 09 team every day. Dude, the Astros fans took it so far though. Like even not even the fans. <laughs> even there was that radio guy who like went on a Twitter rant. Like you know what? I'm glad the Astros cheated so that we could beat the Yankees. <laughs> um, you can't. You're like you work in this industry. You're not just some asshole on Twitter. Like, you got to take calls on the radio tomorrow now and explain yeah. why not only are you admitting that the Astros definitely cheated, but you're happy they did it because fuck the Yankees. <laughs> it's an inter- that's, that guy, was, it's an interesting way to go. I'm sure he's getting a lot of calls. I'm sure he's, people are like watching him and listening to him and shit. So maybe that was his strategy on that. Um, I don't know. It's Dude, everyone, and you know what? In, in two months, there's going to be some other – Dirty laundry that comes out with somebody else. And next year, it's going to be some other dirty laundry. It's never going to end. But let's be honest. Like, when was the last time an offseason was so exciting surrounding something that was completely different from necessarily, like, big free agent signings? Like, this offseason has been great with the signings and, honestly, the movement, everything like that. I've This offseason was so much better than last offseason. But now you've got all these allegations, these cheating scandals, which are obviously a big deal. And baseball is the topic of every single conversation. I've been a part of like it's amazing I love you it. ever you ever see those polls or those questions that are like what what thing what like big sports moment or topic or scandal would you have wanted twitter to be around for mm. like before twitter was invented and it was like oj bronco chase or <laughs> oh that like, would have been an all-time twitter day Right? Uh, I mean, O.J. Bronco Chase Day, like an earthquake uh, in the uh, 89 World Series. Like anything, you know, that you could think of, like like that shit. Um, like, 
this stuff is, we should be like, we should be loving this shit. I mean, I know it's not good for the Yanks or whatever, but, and we lost these, those two playoff series, but this stuff is, we eat this up as like journalists and as people who are like into it. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. I mean, this is going to last us all the way to spring training. Like usually <laughs> there's, there's some sort of lull and you're, you're sad, you're upset, but every single day I'm waking up and I'm finding myself going on Twitter going, you know, looking in the newspapers, trying to find out if there's any, you know, anything new that's happening with this scandal. And it's newspapers. It's you get newspapers up by you? Yes. <laughs> Very few, where, they're she, here. where do you think she lives? Yesterday's newspapers? <laughs> what, you don't get newspapers? <laughs> <laughs> I... I'm just in my I'm just in my phone too much, man. Yeah, it's it's a problem. Hey, I um, try, but listen, I mean, there's there's nothing like a good old fashioned newspaper when it comes. Rochester, best newspaper ever. Every <laughs> single day, they still do. But yeah, and you better hold on to that because you got to come to you got to move to the city to cover the Yanks pretty soon. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll be there. James has an extra room in Harlem. I probably Perfect. do actually. I think I'm the only person in this apartment so far. <laughs> Ooh, good to know. Good to know. Perfect. Amazing. Perfect. <laughs> so, Mike, I know that you kind of go around and you're you're going to a bunch of different events, and obviously we've seen your videos, and mm. they're pretty freaking hilarious. I mean, you just you've got that personality. You, you've got it made. But like, who do you think was your, is your favorite person to like interview or just you know catch up with? Okay, I'll tell you who I wanted to be and who was completely not, and that's Jeter. Oh, I'll start. Okay. I'll start right from the top. Like Jeter's oh, my guy, my my favorite player, iconic dude, and I've met him a couple times. And each time, I'm nervous, and he's just tough. He's just a tough cookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a tough cookie to do, and especially with my shtick, he's he's a little he's he's tough. Um, but 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 ton of guys. Justin Tuck, who I know for a long time, he's awesome. He always like plays along. Um, Local, the local New York guys who I see often, those are the those are the best guys because you know they they know that uh, they know me a little bit you know and they know that I'm I'm fun but I'm also like yeah, I'm there a lot so I'm not I'm not just like a goof. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, because obviously we've seen all the videos and stuff, and um, and I know anytime that we are talking to you, there's got to be some Derek Jeter talk. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, it's a big. I mean, since it's a slow January, it's since it's a slow time for for Yankee baseball or baseball in general, and it's a big time for Jeter in general right now. So, you know, everyone knows we have the the vote coming, currently being tallying as uh, tallied as we speak, January twenty mm-hmm. first. January twenty first is the big moment. Um, I'm already preparing for him not him not to have a hundred percent vote into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, just because you know weird stuff happens. The I will Someone's say gonna this: be an asshole. someone's going to be an asshole. There's going to be a stickler out there who does it. It makes no sense. And I'll tell you, my biggest burn. And I'm already like, I'm already pre like I'm already hedging my bet here that he's not going to get it, and that it's going to burn me. It's going to really make me angry. And I'm already like predetermining that it's going to happen. But up until last year, I didn't care. Like up until last year, I was like, "All right, it's a level playing field. No one gets a hundred because there's some idiots out there." But Mariano gets a hundred, and I love Mariano. Great, fantastic, good for you. Now that barrier has been broken. 
people can get 100% now. It's one of the dumbest things in sports that guys like, I don't know, Griffey Jr. or, you know, these slam dunk Hall of Famers didn't get 100%. It's the dumbest thing. So Jeter, by all stretch of imagination, is a slam dunk Hall of Famer in probably one of the weakest Hall of Fame years ever to begin with. So for him not to get it, it's gonna it's gonna be weird. It's gonna upset me. But mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's I'm that's so a, glad I'm so glad you said Ken Griffey Jr. That's the exact example I used. We talked uh, we did some Hall of Fame talk about a month ago, and Allison very graciously let me rant about the Hall of Fame for like 15 minutes straight. It's just what it comes down to for me is that somebody is just straight up lying on their ballot. Uh, <laughs> no, like nobody can get a hundred percent. So Derek Jeter is not not a Hall of Famer. There's someone out there who didn't vote for Ken Griffey Jr. on the first ballot. And that's just so dumb. <laughs> so you dumb. lied. You lied. Like, you got you the Hall of Fame ballot and you just lied. It's the do same you, people I mean, who write in articles in Allison's Rochester newspaper. <laughs> I mean, do you think that they they just kind of like have – I mean, some people might have something against certain players, whether it be a team bias or something. Like, you know, just thinking about that in general because there is no way, no doubt in my mind that Ken Griffey Jr. should have been 100%. And looking at Derek Jeter, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he was 100% too, but there's got to be someone out there for whatever reason pulls up his defense or, you know, talks about his range or something like that and is like, no, he could be so much better. I'll tell you what it, I think I I'll tell you what it is in, in like the last ten or twenty uh, ten or twenty years is that the number so so everyone's numbers have inflated right so you have like the you know all these five hundred home run guys where when you hit five hundred home runs it was automatic when you had three thousand hits it's automatic mm-hmm. uh, three thousand Ks that sort of thing the numbers have inflated right so that changes that stuff you look back at like guys in the sixties and seventies and you're like how can these guys be Hall of Famers against some of these guys who are not getting in it's ridiculous the numbers are crazy. But secondly, is that these guys, some guys are on the ballot for a long time. So if you're like eight or ninth year, these voters go, you know what, this guy's his ninth year. I'm going to put him in in a weak ballot year. I'm going to leave off a stronger guy on his first or second year because he'll get in at some point. Mm-hmm. So they have all these weird reasons for it. Uh, but having a weak ballot, which I think this year, I think it's very, I think everyone thinks it's a weak ballot this year. Is all the more reason for like the the number one guy like Jeter to 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 get that hundred percent. I'm fifty fifty right now. Every day I go back and forth. Like he's gonna get it. Oh no, he's not. Someone's gonna someone's gonna screw him. So, um, you know, we, my family and I, obviously we grew up watching the Yankees. Um, when I was a kid, I was, it was right in the prime of, you know, Derek Jeter, the core four era. Um, so for us really, that was, that was how we grew up watching baseball was with Derek Jeter. I couldn't talk about baseball without ever mentioning Derek Jeter. Mm. Um, so my family actually was talking about last year going to, um, the, uh, induction weekend for Mariana Rivera. And this year we're like, oh, now we have to go. Like, it's just, it's a thing. But it's also the same weekend as one of my favorite ultimate Frisbee tournaments. Guys, what do I do? Oh, my <laughs> This is important to me, okay? Well, let me tell you this, Allison. I went last year to Mariano. Yes. Um, I went to Cooperstown for that weekend. It was magical. Like, Magical. I, it was my, my first, I've been, I was Cooper's Town when I was like, a, you know, like 10 years old. And the last time I went was then. And I went back now. It was like, 
one of my favorite movies is Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. James, Great movie. In Field of Dreams, when they pick up young Archie, remember the doc, the, the, the young, they pick, yeah, they pick yeah, him yeah. up and they bring him back when they're coming, when, when Costner and James Earl Jones are coming back to the field. He's sleeping, and they bring him back to the field, and they walk on the field under the lights, and they first get back, and he's like, that's Gil Hodges, and that's blah, blah, blah. And he's like a young kid, and he's pointing to all these, these baseball players. That was literally what I was in Cooperstown last year. It was mm-hmm. like, that's Jim Tomey. That's Ricky Henderson. Mm-hmm. I was in the Hall in the hall of Fame talking to Ricky Henderson next to the Ricky Henderson Hall of Fame plaque on the wall. Crazy. Was, I think you have your answer. Surreal. Surreal. So the reason we did it is obviously because Mariano, but part, excuse me, part of the bigger picture was I wanted to get the lay of the land for the Jeter. I wanted to get, yeah, I wanted to, I want to do like a dry, like a trial run of the weekend um, for Jeter's time. And the one thing I did learn, the number one thing, everything else will fall in place if you have a hotel. Hotels, super duper duper of room to sleep in, hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you're going to do it, book it now. I mean, I ran into, I ran into, and meanwhile, like Main Street in Cooperstown is like a retread of every baseball card you ever had. Like any non-Hall of Famer is like on Main Street in Cooperstown. It's bananas, dude. If you're a baseball fan, it's bananas. Um, David Justice and Kevin Mitchell were sitting in at a plastic table outside the, the key bank uh, in Main Street, right? And I'm like, oh, hey, guys, uh, you know, what's, what's going on? It's like, oh, we got to go back to our hotel. It's like 15 minutes away. It's like the Red Lodge Inn or something like that. It was like some, like, motel because there's, like, nothing around there. It's hysterical. It's like you, it's like you go back until, like, the, the 1950s, and you're in, like, a nostalgic baseball heaven. It's bananas. It's bananas. So, so you guys are – you're going to slaughter me right now. You're just – you're going to kill me. Um, it's a good thing you don't know exactly where I live because I told you where I grew up, but that's not where I live. So, mm. um, But anyway, I've never been to Cooperstown ever. That's okay. That's okay. That's why you got to go now. Like, my dad, when I told him that this summer, he was just slack-jawed. He was like, are you kidding me? Like, you of all people? Because in our family, when it comes to baseball, it's me. I'm going to be honest. You can just ask so my family. Are you then are you saying that you're, like, pretty close to Cooperstown? Not necessarily, but okay. I'm not far. <laughs> yeah, you were, like, three hours? <laughs> yeah, probably about three. That's an easy weekend trip. It's not go, going but, to Cooperstown. But for whatever, go in like April and then go back. Go in April so you're not intimidated by it. And then go back in July for the Jeter. Dude, the Jeter is going to be – I've been saying this for years and years and years. It will be the most attended, biggest Hall of Fame induction of all time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you – there were so many – he impressed so many generations of – Mm-hmm. just fans i mean i like i watch his highlights i of course watch brett gardner's highlights yet another brett gardner shout out mm-hmm. um but i definitely watch like derek derek jeter's flip play in oakland is my all-time favorite baseball play in my entire life like Love that's it. it 
you know, that's one of those things where like, like I said, we would talk about Derek Jeter. Hell, when I was a kid and we used to drink milk, nobody wanted to drink milk. So my aunts told us it was Jeter juice so that we would drink it. <laughs> like that is this guy had an impact on our lives from like the very beginning. And he's who helped make me fall in love with baseball. So I think are, I just answered my own question. I need to go. You need to go, dude. Absolutely. And, and the um, – so there's a big on so – for anyone who hasn't never been to Cooperstown or hasn't seen it or whatever, um, where the induction is, is not – I mean, it's in the town, but it's like a couple minutes outside of the main part of town. It's still a small town. It's, um, I don't know, like a convention center or something like that, but it's on, like, the lawn. It's like this big couple-acre lawn. Um, and what it's going to be is, and especially this year, because last year was um, Messina, um, Edgar Martinez. There was some. There was some guys with like some big followings. You know, Edgar Martinez has a pretty big following, and Mariano. Mm-hmm. But like this year, and unless some like crazy gets in, um, there's not anyone with a big following. It's going to be dominated by Yankee fans and Jeter. So it's going to be such a Yankee like party out there in the mm-hmm. field that. You know how much how much great content we can have? You walk around with a microphone out there in the field, it would be crazy. Oh, I just right, had an idea. Right. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be it's so worth it. It really is. Um, especially for this and for this one, because we're not gonna see another Yankee for a long time. No. I mean that's it's not gonna happen unless for whatever reason Roger Clemens gets in this year, which is not happening. Clemens, A Rod, there's gonna be need to be a like a big changeover. Clemens A Rod. Um, I, mean, I think I think Clemens to... is trending down lately. I think Bonds is like right on the cusp, but I think Clemens mm-hmm. is a few points behind him. That would right. be another like real kick in the balls if one of those guys got on this year. Like if Bonds got on the same year as Jeter, oh. that would be such a black eye. And what about Kurt Schilling? Kurt Schilling, I don't really care about because see, Kurt Schilling. Even though he's beloved in Red Sox land, he's not like an all-time Red Sox by any means. No, I guess he doesn't. Not. You know what I mean? He doesn't really bother me too much. I don't think people lay down for for Kurt Schilling like they would like a Poppy or even Nomar, even though he didn't want or Pedro. Um, you want me to tell you the story of uh, of of Cooperstown? It was yes, please. And then I'll. And what, what, what I'll do is I'll take the audio from this and I'll put it over the video I have of it. My brother and I went the day before, or Saturday, um, um, a double-day field is the baseball field in, in the town of Cooperstown. So it has like, I don't know, 5,000 seats. So we w- went to like an awards ceremony. It was a 115 degrees. It was like July, whatever. We're in suits because we've got to look nice. We walk in. Um, there's like these white chairs, like it was like a graduation, you know, like a high school graduation, how they have all like the white chairs on the field and a stage. And people are slowly coming in and sitting in these white chairs, and there's like family members of some of the players and some media people, whatever, whatever. They're giving away the Ford Frick Award and some other awards before, and because the, the actual Hall of Fame ceremony is the next day, Sunday, Double Day Field. There's a tent, like a, like a catering tent out in right field. And it's like waters and there's a fan. So we go in there because it's a million degrees. And we're sitting at these tables. It looks like a, it's like a party on a lawn, like a white tent with white tables, white tablecloths. And we're like, let's just stay in here. So it's my brother and I. We're staying in the tent. We watch the whole ceremony in the tent. And all of a sudden we're like, 
you know what's going to happen right now is like all of these Hall of Famers are going to get off the stage. This is on. There's like 50 dudes all in their Hall of Fame jackets and shit on the stage, and they're going to walk into this tent. The tent's completely empty. This is the play. This is where the players are going to go. Like holy crap, this is where the players are going to go. So it's so hot, it's so muggy that it starts getting like gray skies. Like a storm is going to come, like a, a thunderstorm, like a lightning. Um, right as the ceremony is ending. So, literally, I have the video. I'm sitting at this table by ourselves, and Pudge Rodriguez and Vladimir Guerrero and Pedro come and sit at our table with their wives, with me and my brother. And we're like, holy crap. Then it's just every Hall of Fame, like I said, Field of Dreams, Mike Schmidt, Dave Winfield, Griffey, um, Frank Thomas, Mariano, Everyone is walking in this tent. So it's like a 20 by 20 white tent with like a bar set up with drinks and beers. And in this tent, there is 60 people. All right. Now the ceremony is over. Everyone leaves. There's 60 people in the tent. 50 of them are Hall of Fame baseball players. Eight of them are wives or girlfriends. And two of them are me and my brother. Oh, my God. It was the most absurd moment. We couldn't even speak. I couldn't make eye contact with people. I had, I got, I bought Wade Boggs a Miller Lite. It wasn't even, but I just got him a Miller Lite and gave it to him. I was like, Wade Boggs, I want to give you a Miller Lite because I know you're a Miller Lite guy. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't even, couldn't even control myself. A, a woman gets, so they were going to, all these players were going to get and go in the parade. This ended up being the holding tent for the parade. Um, of, of cars, of trucks through Main Street and Cooperstown. A woman gets up in the middle of the tent and says, hey, the town of Cooperstown has canceled the parade because of the lightning and thunderstorm. So now it starts raining. Now we're stuck in a tent with all these guys in a thunderstorm. Like, this is the best day of my life. So now, but, but still no one knows who we are, and we're not really talking to people because we're too nervous. And slowly but surely, everyone gets in their cars. And I have footage, video footage and pictures of all this. And they start going and they start going. So the place starts thinning out. So now we're standing there as it's getting thinner and thinner. I'm talking to Randy Johnson. I'm giving him trivia questions. And it was just bizarre, like one of the most bizarre moments of my life. And uh, then we're like, all right, we're going to get caught. This is not right. We're not supposed to be here. Media is not supposed to be in this area. Let's get out of here. So then we, we left and we walked towards the Hall of Fame. And we went in the Hall of Fame, and that's what I told you. I, I met Ricky Henderson and Joe Torre and all those people. But, Allison, trust me, it's worth going. Ah! I can't! Ah. <laughs> Mike, I have a question for you about Cooperstown. Yeah. Have, have you ever run into Goose Gossage around there? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Is he, like, an absolute animal? Because I have, he was I at, have he, a buddy I, who, who grew up in Oneonta. <laughs> who used to he, was he, he, yeah, yeah, he was at the bar. Yeah, there we go. He, he, he was at the bar. That's, that's where I talked to him. No, it's funny. As I didn't know exactly who he was. I was like, this is, you know, I couldn't, like, pinpoint the name. I was so nervous. But we were both waiting for, like, our beers at the bar. Goose. And then, um, I mean, it, 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 I'll, send you guys, I'll send you guys the videos, and I'll chop up this audio. But it's, it was bananas. That's Goose awesome. Okay, Goose Gossage, confirmed animal. 
Confirmed animal. There you go. I, I did meet him at spring training um, back in the year he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. And he signed uh, he signed a – I had like a Yankees folder. I had nothing. I was like, oh, my God, what do I get him to sign? So I got him to sign this Yankees folder. And he wrote, you know, his name. And he wrote 2008 Hall of Fame. And I still have it framed up here. It's like one of my favorite things. Beautiful. Oh, man. Well, I mean, you seem to have the experience with the Hall of Fame. So good. I can take tips from you. I'm sure everyone can. Um, are there any, like, obviously you talked about the hotel rooms. Any other specific tips for, like, if you do decide to go to the Hall of Fame induction? Um, the hotels, well, I was going to say parking. Like, it's mm. really, like, the, the, the most, like, the most, like, very, very standard things like parking and hotel. I guess go go hand in hand because maybe you park sure. at your hotel if you're clo- if you're lucky enough to be able to like walk into town. But it is like overload of people. Um, there's a ton of bars and restaurants, which is really cool. It depends on like what you have. Like we had media passes for a couple things, so that changed kind of our our the way we went about things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and also the heat, dude. Like it, it's, it's, it, it was July. It's, 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 it could be really hot and uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable in, in, in the heat. Um, that's another thing. So I don't know, you know, dress cool. I don't know. Drink water. Um, depends on what, depends on what your goal is. You know what I mean? If you want to get autographs, you can walk up and down the street and get the most random autographs. The guy from field of dreams, the dad, the young, remember at the very, the very last scene, the guy who throws yeah. the ball at Costner on the field, he was just like signing like ten dollar autographs and a ten. It's like there's anyone who's like related to baseball in any way is going to be like hanging out on the streets. It's crazy. <laughs> it's really cool. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, by the we way, went, oh, go ahead. We went downstairs to like find a bathroom and we walked into an auction for a Ty Cobb bat from like 1899. There was like 13 people in this like dungeon of this bar. And these people were auctioning, and it was like a people holding up a bat from 19, 1899. It's weird, man. It's like baseball, like, I don't know. It's like crazy. So if you're a baseball fan or fanatic, like, you, you would just be in paradise. It, it, yeah. It's, it, but you know what? You have, to, you have to embrace the old, it's the old stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's like the nostalgia about baseball. It's, it's an in. It's insane. And everyone lo- and everyone's so happy and so nice and so happy to be there. Like, these Hall of Famers, this is their big moment. You know what I mean? Unless you're – I know Frank Thomas is on TV, Pedro's on TV. But unless you're, like, you know, still really part of a game or a manager, or, like, these guys are – this is their moment. They wear their World Series ring if they have one or whatever. Like, everyone. Like, Ozzy Guillen was there. He's, a, he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not, he was just hanging out. He didn't wear his World Series ring. I was like, dude, where's your ring? He's like, I don't wear my ring here. There's so many Hall of Famers. There's so much stuff. I'm just here enjoying the history. Hmm. Like, like a World Series manager like Ozzy Guillen is like in like, <laughs> is getting like, uh, you know, whatever, like starstruck. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, now that we covered that. Yeah, we did. And next year's Jeter, bro. Next year's Jeter, bro. This is Jeter coming up in six months. Jeter oh, has 100% of the vote, for sure. For sure. Book it. Mm. Oh, dude. And I have a lot of Jeter content coming. I've been saving it up. I have one of the most – I have my favorite video of all time. I have a ton of videos out there. Guys, follow me, Team Vivolo, on everything. 
I'm dropping my favorite video of all time, probably on the day of, of uh, on January 21st. Okay, beautiful. Uh, we can't I, wait to see it then. It's gonna be it's gonna be a saturated Jeter day, but I'm ready to I'm ready for it. Listen, my, I'm all my... for uh, intense Jeter content. I'm fine with <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yep. It's gonna. Oh man, I got so much. I have so many ideas. I, so I have a nine-year-old. I have three sons. I have a nine-year-old son and a seven-year-old son, and we, uh, you know, these guys are big Yankee fans. But we we play baseball. We play t-ball or whatever. And or actually, no. Now they now they have like the kids pitch to them. Ooh. But we're doing, and I'm the coach of some of these teams. We're gonna have my team reenact. The kids are gonna reenact the flip play. Oh my so gosh. We're going to have like little kids in Yankee uniforms and one kid in the Giambi Oakland uniform running the bases. And I'm going to have like multiple cameras set up and we're going to reenact it. You I'm are, gonna, I'm going to watch that and I'm going to cry like a baby. I'm going to cry. And, uh, and I'm going to, and I'm going to put the call. So I'm going to do it with the kids, but I'm going to put, I'm going to put whoever's call it was. Is it Joe Buck or, or, uh, uh, you know, whoever did, uh, yeah. I think, it, I think it was, it might, uh, I'm trying to think who it was. I don't recall who it was. I know the call. Whatever it is. Heart, but <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put the call behind the audio behind the actual kids doing it. Oh, what a solid idea. Nice work. Yeah. It's going to be great. I've been thinking of it for years. <laughs> well, good. I mean, I can't wait to see that. And where, where can we see your videos? Twitter handle, I'm assuming Instagram. Yeah, and everything, and all Elite Sports New York as well. Um, so at Team Vivolo is me. You know, you know at Elite Sports New York, everything gets doubled up there. Um, the Elite Sports New York YouTube channel is is popping right now, so that's growing. Um, you guys, man, put out any you know anything, uh, any kind of interesting content. We gotta collaborate as a crew, you know, and, and bring this. Uh, we're already doing it, you know. It's already happening. Everyone's listening to this. Your your guys show, everyone's watching uh, elite sports videos. So the consistency has been really amazing. Well, listen, I mean, people are are definitely listening to our podcast. The problem is, you know, some people think that we're not real bleacher creatures, and uh, oh. that makes me very sad. I was a bleacher creature from '97 to 2002, section 39. The original Bleacher Section Thirty Nine. I have mm. all my ticket. I have all my ticket stubs still from all those games I went to. I probably went to like twenty five, maybe a year, thirty a year. Those were my in the summer mostly because I was home from college. Um, but those are the and of course like those are years we won the World Series every year, so that was pretty cool too. Would you look at that? Maybe you need to yeah. be a Bleacher creature again, Mike. Yeah, I go back. I do go back there every time I go to the stadium, hang out with those guys. But I don't get to go to the stadium as much as those young, free, single, living in the city cats like James. <laughs> oh, you know, I am way too poor to go to Yankee Stadium every week. <laughs> um, I don't know about that, because when I went the last time and he was like, oh, yeah, come sit with us. And then he had these like freaking amazing seats. And we were like, this is I'm in awe because we whenever I go, I sit in the bleachers. Um, and Hell it's yeah. funny because you when I, I used, used to go as a kid. We used to sit in like the 400, you know, really high up, like in the nosebleeds. And I was like, these tickets are not that expensive. 
and you get a really good view and you get to take part in roll call. Like, how amazing is that? And yes. my parents were like, but there's no like backs to the seats. And mm. I was like, no, that this is the best seat in the house. Like, you, you can't get any better than that. No, true fans, the real fans are out there for sure. I go Absolutely. there every every time I'm in the stadium, I go there. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I know we're trying to kind of see when we can get people to the stadium at the same time from like ESNY and, you know, everything like that. But it's it's kind of nice because every time you go, you get to see numerous people that you, you know, interact with on Twitter and they're like, hey, I know you. And I'm like, yeah, nice. I know you too. You want me to, well, oh man, I'm going to drop another secret on you guys, a stadium <laughs> secret. Oh man. All right, here we go. <laughs> Yankee Stadium secret it works for 60 out of the 81 games. The reason it only works for 60 out of the 81 games is because 21 of those games are going to be like really, really highly attended Mets, Red Sox, opening day, whatever, maybe some random Friday night in like the summer. April and May, definitely you can do this every time. So I typically... Go and go before the first pitch. If you get it, unless you're drinking in the bars, I get it. Sometimes it overwhelms you. You can't go in until the second inning, whatever. If you go in early enough, if you go in any time before the first pitch, you can get down to anywhere in the 100th section mm-hmm. before the game starts. Now, you can hang out there as long as you can to see if the people in those seats aren't going to come so you can maybe not get caught sitting in seats that aren't yours. I don't suggest that because it's like too much anxiety to enjoy the game, waiting for someone to come to the seat you're in. You leave. Maybe you wait until someone comes. Then you leave. You tell the usher, hey, man, I'll be back soon, right? Just so that – or you need anything. Always talk to the usher. Hopefully it's a woman. That's the, that's the key. Tell the woman, hey, do you need anything? Do you need a water? Do you need a soda? Be cute. If, you know, if you're a girl, you'd be cute to the guy usher. You need anything. You want a hot dog? Just joke around. You want a beer? Joke around with the guy for about 15 seconds. No, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Good. All right. See you in a little bit. Then you go up either to the bleachers or to the main party deck because that's the most fun, especially if, like, you're drinking or if it's, like, a night game, a Thursday night, Friday night, day game, opening day. You go to the party deck in center field. There's a high one, and there's, like, the two that flank on each side of the stadium. A lot of fun out there. You can hang out there, have a couple drinks for a couple innings, you know, fourth, fifth inning. Then, depending on weather, score, day, all the different factors, the stadium's going to clear out. Or the stadium, or the seats that aren't filled, they're not going to be filled. So you can go back to your same usher, be like, yo, bro, I'm back. He's not, you know, he's not really going to say much because he saw you or rather. You can kind of just slide right by him. Then you're in to all those good seats again. It's really that simple. Yankee Stadium, seats that cost $400, a lot of people just don't go to them. I couldn't imagine spending $400 on a ticket and not going to the game. It's corporate, <laughs> it's corporate seats, bro. Dude, That's even true. still, oh, it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It happens Ooh. all the time. It happens it's... all the time. You buy tickets, it's $400 face value, it's $1,600 a game, you buy the season ticket, maybe it's twelve hundred dollars a game. You buy thirty games, and then it's you know thirty six thirty six grand for J.P. Morgan for their Yankee tickets. They don't give a shit. 
If I had, wow. listen, I had this, we had a table topics question that was like, if you had unlimited funds, what <laughs> would you want? Like, what would you get? And I would first, buy the Yankees. <laughs> well, no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want the responsibility of that. I don't want to be the next Hallie Steinbrenner or something like that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I would prefer to just buy tickets and buy myself a nice little little apartment right down there and go to as many freaking games as I want to. There you go. But I can't even spend $400 in tickets in a season. Upper East Side. On a game. Or you could, you could you, Upper East Side, have a, guy, have a driver take you to this stadium. Beautiful. That's the life right there. Oh, man. Now, James no, is going to be eight minutes. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to be up there all the time, hopefully. Well, good. Get good. yourself get yourself a 20-game package in the bleachers, dude. It's not a lot. It's like 100 bucks. It's actually not bad at all. I will. Abs- I can absolutely swing that. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself a 20. I think it's like a 21-game package in the bleachers. The problem with it is even if it's 21 games, you still can't go to them all. So anyone who buys season tickets to that shit, I'm like, how do you do this? I just buy, I'd just rather buy game by game, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, under, I understand the value of, you know, getting the season tickets, but just like the, just the commitment, you know, especially like when you're not in the area or not really too close right. by, but. Right, Yeah. It's James probably different Allison. Too, like professionally cover the team. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're well, going to go. This is our job. For sure. And the next thing we're going to do, coming soon, not sure when. Got to really put put my head together with some people. We're going to do a charity wiffle ball tournament at Billy's before Ooh. game. Because Billy's is big enough to have, uh, uh, excuse me, a charity wiffle home run derby. Not Ooh. a game. A wiffle home run derby at Billy's with some ex-Yankees for charity, sponsored by ESNY. That will happen. I love that idea. It's happening, bro. I love wiffle ball. It's going to happen. Huh. Maybe when you're in Cooperstown, you can ask Jeter to come, and I'll just outslug Jeter at Billy. We just need a charity. charity. We just need the players. We just need the money to sponsor it. So we need a a couple things, but it's a good idea. That's a fantastic idea. Hey, you know, when it it happens for charity, you know, that makes a big difference. And honestly, that would be – that would be something so cool that people would just Allison, like to be Allison, what's, what's Brett Gardner's charity? Oh, my gosh. Don't put me on the spot. Stop that. But, but, but that's what we can, we can approach Gardner. We can approach Gardner's people. Be like, we want to do a charity home run derby with a ball in Billy's, $1,000 per entry. Ooh. If you want to enter the home run derby, it's 1000 bucks. You enter the home run derby. We'll have 50 entrants. Entrance. So listen. Fifty grand. <laughs> so listen, I have a funny story to tell you, and my boyfriend doesn't listen to the podcast, so he won't listen, um, and so he won't know I said this. But I need to say it because it, it just, sounds like he's going to come off not so great in this story. <laughs> hmm. All right, let's go. I'm ready for this. <laughs> so before my boyfriend and I started dating, we went to a Yankee game together. He wrote Brett Gardner a letter about how much I loved him and how. I needed to meet him. <laughs> nice. And? I, I have yet to meet him. 
Oh, I'll no. tell you what I did. <laughs> when I got when I got when I got married, I sent Jeter an invitation to my wedding, and I sent, sent it to I sent. Back? No, I got nothing. So I sent four different invitations. So I sent them to like his Tampa address, his his New York City address, his Yankee Stadium, and the Tampa Stadium, just to see if I can like you know cover it all just to get anything. Nothing back. <laughs> then like a year later. My friend, oh, the Clem report from um, Barstool. Mm-hmm. The Clem report. He's a big Mets fan. He's like, dude, that's a great idea that you sent Jeter a that you sent Jeter an invitation. I'm gonna send David Wright an invitation to my wedding because he got married the next year. He sent David Wright an invitation. Two days later, he got David Wright on his invitation on his wedding like card invitation send back whatever RSVP. Got David Wright saying, congratulations, good luck, da 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 Like, he was one of the first people to respond to his wedding invitation was David Wright. What a great guy, David Wright. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, Jeter, I get nothing from Jeter. And David Wright's writing me back two days later. Well, I'm David Wright, you know, David Wright, he probably is my favorite all-time Matt. Just a, just a good dude. Um but I, I will tell you, too, this is not about my boyfriend. I, I'm done dragging him through the mud. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna have to hit him up and be like, just so you know, Allison talked about you a little bit on the podcast. No, don't tell him. <laughs> this will is you, you Allison, guys. will you be allowed to come to the Brett Gartner Charity Wiffle Home Run Derby if we do it? Oh, yeah. Will you be allowed? Uh, why not? I don't know. <laughs> You're scaring me. Why not? The height. Will you? Will your boyfriend let you? Oh, by f- um, listen, yeah, okay, yeah, he will. Um, but anyway, so um, actually, one of my uh, one of my good friends uh, up here, she went attended a wedding, um, and it was Tim Kirchin's daughter. Um, she went to uh, Syracuse University, so um, they kind of knew her from like college and stuff like that, and. They invited Aaron Boone. He was an uh, invite to the wedding. Unfortunately, he was uh, coaching, or I'm sorry, managing a playoff game that day. But um, Uh. he was still invited. And actually, my friend and his wife, he was like, yeah, well, we can't go. And I was like, well, you you still have the invite, though, right? He's like, yeah. And I said, well, I, I would love to go. Like, I would love to. Please just let me go. I did not. I did not go. But Aaron Boone didn't go either. Aaron Boone did not go either. He was managing, I think it was game three at the time of the ALCS. Oh, well, yeah. Aaron Boone's not going to be there. There's really no point in going at all. I don't know, man. I want to meet Tim Kirkjian. That would be pretty cool, I guess. Pretty cool, dude. But yes, so I guess the, the point of it is whenever I do get married, I have to invite every single Yankee player to my wedding. There Just you enough go. so that they look at these invitations. They're like, yo, did you get this from Allison too? Like, there you go. <laughs> oh, you know what we got to do? We hmm. got to send all the invitations to Zach. And then when he shows up for spring training, have him hand them out personally to every player on the major league roster. And to Russell Wilson. I will take that too. <laughs> I got to find Russell someone. With the Yankee. <laughs> I was now, watching the, the football game, the, the Seahawks game, and someone was like, yeah, man, like, this is going to be real awkward if Russell Wilson wins and comes into spring training on the first day because, you know, Aaron Boone is kind of like a diehard Eagles fan. 
He is, yeah. Did you see? <laughs> did you see Boone and the Eagles stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This I did. It made me sick. <laughs> Boone's a, I think Boone's Tommy a good Keeley's dude. He's a real fan, though. Tommy Boone's like a good dude. Yeah, I mean, Eagles, Eagles fans are just the worst. Like, I, I, I don't get it. it. It sounds like you might have some Cowboys bias going on, which plays because we, we have Giants bias, but, like, sounds like a little bit of bias, Allison. Mm, I don't think so. I'm I'm unbiased. Definitely not the queen of Cowboys Twitter, right? That I'm has not. Never been we talked about here. this. I'm not. Yet. Yet. But I will. I will work on it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, now uh, now we, all we do is just watch football games. And then when that's over, what do we do? We can't watch the NBA. We watch spring training. When's pitchers and catchers? February, right around Valentine's Day usually is. I think it's the 16th. There you go. That's right around the corner. We got the Super Bowl, and that's that. We have enough <sighs> Jeter. We have enough Jeter to last us a month. Yeah, I guess you're right. Just keep. I'm just going to keep. Pull. You're going to see so much Jeter stuff from me over the next couple of weeks. It's going to be crazy. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. It's all Jeter. I know. I'm going to look forward to it. I'm going to definitely share that stuff. I'm going to show it to you my guys. Parents. Yes, and you put put Jeter stuff out. I don't think we realize what we're on here. We're on the precipice of the the the, the, the greatest living Yankee. That's for sure, mm-hmm. and. And one of the greatest Yankees of all time. And the last, we can't see a real Yankee unless Andy Pettit, you know, gets some sympathy votes somehow or Posada gets on the, whatever that new thing is, the, the, the people from, what's it called? The current? I think it used to be called the Veterans Committee, and now I think they call it the Modern Era Committee. The, yeah, exactly. So Posada can do that because he fell off the ballot. Uh, ballot, uh, pet it, and th- that's it. I mean, it's over. So this is just something to not be taken for granted right now. I, if if I have any parting words for the Bleacher Creature Podcast listeners, don't take for granted the fact that Jeter is fine is going to be in the limelight as a Yankee for the next six and a half months, and then it's over. And then, like, yeah, and then he's just oh, a Marlins owner, and who he's cares? A t- he's a, yes, he's just another pretty face, Marlins owner, ex-ball player. People aren't going to really know his legacy, um, and especially when these Yankee teams win, or if they win, and when they win, it's a, it, it's that's that's a big thing. So right now we're still hanging on to '09 and the, the core four and the, those rings, and this is it. This is a culmination of of. 20 something 25 30 years of Yankee fans and Yankee history. This is this is a big deal. Yeah. I uh I wrote a story in college um about Derek G. It kind of like coincided it was a long form journalism class and I wrote it on uh Derek Jeter and uh I placed his pivotal moments in his career with pivotal moments in my life with my grandfather who taught me all about baseball and like that was by far one of my favorite things to write and my professor was a huge Red Sox fan and he like read it and he goes yeah I cried like this was was good 
So I'll, I'll share that in the, in the coming weeks. I would absolutely read that. Just I've take sh- it and just post it. Yeah, no, I've shared, I've shared it before, um, like a while ago, but um, I wrote it up because that was one of the things I like shared it with my aunts and uncles and they were like this, we just love this. And to me, it's, it's very personal and it just kind of goes to show how a ball player who I never met and never knew anything about made such a, such an impact on the way I watch the sport and the way I cheer for the sport. So I, you know, he's such a valuable piece to this Yankees organization, but also to the entire sport of baseball. Um, love him or hate him. he, he was just a phenomenal player. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up there. We're almost pushing an hour now. So we got a lot of, you told us to prepare for, from, for Derek Jeter talks. And <laughs> that's pretty much all we did. <laughs> well, I'm hey, fully listen, on board with. there's always stuff to talk about in terms of Derek Jeter. It's just, it's his moment. You know, you, you got to go. A lot of love. A lot of love in this podcast for Jeter. Oh, quick before we go, just want to ask a quick question. How do you guys feel about the Phillies becoming uh, Yankees 2.0? Love it. Ronald Torres was signed to a minor league deal today. No, doesn't bother me. I like I like when coaches take their, um, or managers in this case, kind of you know bring on guys they've worked with before. I love Joe Girardi. Doesn't bother me. Um, if it was a team in our division, it might have bothered me, but whatever. Yeah. No, best of luck. I'm not really scared of them. You know, I, I'm definitely going to pay attention to the Phillies um, just for that reason. Ronald Therese and Didi Gregorius back together again. Fantastic. I love it. All right, Mike, you want to shout out the Twitter and Instagram one more time before we get out of here? Yes, Team Vivolo. T-E-A-M-V-I-V. A-L-O, everywhere. you find me everywhere. Uh, love to hear from everyone. Give me your take on Jeter. Uh, I'm here for it. I could take any, anything. I'll give you my points of view. Um, Want to thank the Bleacher Creature Podcast. Having me on, guys. Always a great time. Uh, love your guys' passion for the game. Uh, Allison, James, keep doing what you're doing. Of course. Yeah. And also, Mike, if you want to enter a little contest we're running, uh, we're giving away mm-hmm. two tickets for the April 4th game against the Blue Jays at Yankee Stadium. It's the first what? Saturday home yes, game I do. of the year. Yes, yes, I do. You All you have to do is leave a five-star review with your Twitter handle, which we already know what that <laughs> So it should be pretty <laughs> Done. I, I got to do it again? I've been leaving you guys five-star <laughs> reviews on everything. everything. You yeah, just, you might just have leave to create one a burn. every week. Done. <laughs> Burners and just load up. They're pretty good seats. I think it's section 239. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Oh, pretty solid. Good. All right. Yeah. We'll wrap it up there. Uh, Mike, thanks for coming on again. And see you. Thank Goodbye, you, guys. Bye, everyone. <laughs>